It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. I'm your host, Jim Bob Ovalshorts, and tonight I'm going to be joined by Luis and Bandit, and we're going to host this really cool fella I met over there with Ghost when I was hanging out on his show, named Chris, who runs a show called the Rained Out Rantcast over there on the ATN Network. Uh, he does live shows on Sunday nights, man, and he's he's out there doing all kinds of good stuff and. And I'm really on the level about talking about pointing out atrocities, whether it be right, left, middle. He doesn't care. He likes to just point it out. And, you know, he's he seems like one of our kind of people. He got his start in memes and stuff like that and talking about the truth and pushing it out there. And this is what it's evolved in. And I, I, you know, he seems like a really cool guy. I had a fun time with him over on the other show, and I imagine we're going to have a fun time with him this evening. Of course, you guys know that with anything and everything that we do on this show, we will definitely be sharing you guys all the links at your favorite website that there is, unconstitutionalawakening.com, your home for everything Unconstitutional Awakening. We've got all the links to get back to everything, whether it be watching our show or checking out all any of our cool guests or even checking out where all our hosts are over there on social media. There's links to get back on the Rumble, Odyssey, and BitChute. I see you guys over there. And again, as a normal, thank you so much for all your love and everything you're doing with us over there, you guys. There's also links to get back to the show and where you can listen to it at on all the different streaming apps. There's so many of them. It's ridiculous now, guys. You can even listen to the show right there on the website, as well as our merch store, which has been doing real good for Christmas time. We appreciate you guys over there checking out all that UA stuff to hand out for Christmas. So keep up with it. You can also check out our friends in Liberty, Kirk Elliott, PhD, Peachy Key Creations, Ammo Can Survival, Brett Pike with Classical Learner and Homeschools Connected, and our newest one with the Pure Pet Wellness. There's links with links and discount codes included with each and every episode so you guys can get you some cool stuff and support some people that are doing things outside of the norm. So I guess with any further ado, you guys, let's set sail on this one. Fantastic, you guys. Of course, you guys see this evening with me. I've got Luis and Bandit. And for those of you watching, if you don't, you know, you can't see my my guest. He's having some camera trouble. He was telling us there with his computer there, but he's totally here in voice for you guys listening. So this is Chris. He is the host of the, it's the Rained Out Rantcast is what you call it, right? Right there, Bob? Yep. Rained Out Rantcast. It started when I <laughs> would get rained out from work. And then 
after I was banned from everything, I'm basically rained out and left out in the cold. Totally. And then I rant about it. <laughs> nice. No, I, you know, I, I found you through my buddy ghost that I made over here on what I've been call- telling everybody is kind of my, this weird podcast family I've been making over there on Instagram. I keep meeting all these great podcasters that are intertwined with all these other people. And I love talking to these folks because I love all your guys' shows and the different views and stuff that everybody has. And that's what I've been reaching out to do is just get all these different viewpoints and show we can talk about some of these wild things without, without it being a crazy, angry conversation like the internet has been for probably the past 20 years. So, you know, cause I mean, I, I know we've all got different views and things and stuff and that's, it's just, it is what it is. And that's, we got to find ways to coexist. They only get so, angry if you talk about elections and flat earth. Right. Right. That's the dude. We've had some people <laughs> get nuts around here for some good Lord. Flat earth is a touchy subject out here. That yeah, apparently Tom Green's into flat earth now or something. See, see, and I, I throw everybody for a loop and make them even angrier because while I'm like, well, it's not flat and it's not globe. We're inside of a fucking spaceship somewhere, bro. So like, just, put your wrap your mind around that and they're like what the fuck are you talking about weirdo? seriously though if you want a <laughs> wild if you want to follow somebody completely like out there tom tom green on uh tiktok he has he's almost unrecognizable from like his hollywood days he lives yeah, he's out been tweeting he, about he's uh, unrecognizable. He's not yeah he has a long me. beard long hair he wears a cowboy hat he, he is he's the still OG tom troll he is the yeah. OG troll. So he lives he way out in the middle of nowhere. He has a farm and animals and he lives off grid. He is. Yeah. I yeah, mean, kind of uh, invented. He's tweeting flat earth now, like constantly. So I don't know. It uh, is interesting because he was very against the whole thing. He had started doing a podcast again outside of, from his living room in 2020, I think towards the middle, towards the end. And, you know, it was a call-in show, so people would call in, and Flat Earth was brought up a lot, and he would pretty much be like, you're fucking retarded. You know, not even want to even engage in the subject. And then now on Twitter, for the past, like, three days, it's always been tweeting is Flat Earth. Flat Earth, CERN, a couple other conspiracies, but he is the OG troll. He really is. You gotta get him that. So... Um, because he said, uh, he did quote, um, flat earthers are all around the globe or whatever's on the, on the flat earth society website. And, uh, someone, you know, was like, that's, uh, that's what they really say. Don't you get what you're saying? You know? So he, I'm pretty sure he's trolling. I don't know. Oh shit. Now he put his thing up as (laughs) he did. I just, I had to pull this up as soon as I seen it. He's He's probably trolling. Let's be real. Yes. He's yeah, but I mean the way he's doing it isn't he's he's using points, you know. <laughs> wow, that's I mean that's in, uh, that's that's highly interesting though to see that he's sharing things like that. You know, when we were just before we got started here, I totally made Bandit hush and and because I didn't want to waste a good conversation outside of being recorded. He had brought up some of these twenty twenty three predictions. And I guess with us getting close to the end of the year here, it, it it it's good to always think ahead on some random things. And he brought up Baba Yaga. And, you know, I made mention to you about that before we got started there, Chris, about how, uh, 
you well you may mention about the band or whatever that was doing the music after him out of russia and stuff slaughter slaughter to prevail slaughter to prevail and but bandit was bringing up these predictions bandit i'm gonna let you i'm gonna helmet over to you because i know you were excited about this so what what good things did you uh hear out of these predictions because i was thumbing through here and there's quite a bit i guess for those of you who aren't familiar with baba yaga she was a blind prophet and she's made tons of yeah i don't know how to say it properly i'm gonna say it wrong you know i butcher names (laughs) that's my mo from the word go yeah but she's she's predicted a bunch of different things from princess Di's death to 9-11 you know the Soviet Union's regular and old stuff like blind that. Alex Jones, huh? Yeah, yeah, and and you know, it, Luis has her percentile, and it says here in this article I found that she's eighty five percent correct. So that's interesting, and she did visions all the way up to, till she died in nineteen ninety six, and left behind predictions that run until uh, five thousand seventy nine. Which I think you made a comment, Bandit, that. That's the same time frame that Nostradamus is go to too, right? Um, I don't know. I didn't say that. I, I think said Nostradamus that. goes up to three thousand something. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I mean that's interesting on its own. But she's she made all these predictions, and for this year, she, there's a whole list of things from Earth changing orbit to solar tsunamis, bioweapons, nuclear explosions, the end of births, and like a couple other random things leading up into the next couple of years. You you guys seen that video of that company trying to sell their technology supposedly to, to make babies? Yes. Yeah, the, the artificial wombs. The artificial wombs, yeah. Have you played that yeah, video? Yeah. No, I haven't not. played the video. The that Echoes. Is, it's really... Man, man-made horrors beyond... <laughs> beyond, beyond our wildest beliefs. Yeah, don't... Hey, I mean, you never know where it's going to go at, but actually, yeah, this is a real thing. There's even, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not even going to get into the video aspect of it. I took that video and matched it with the Matrix, with Amorpheus explaining the Matrix. Did you? Yeah, and it lays out very nicely. I need to reverse it, though, and put Morpheus. I kind of spliced them together as far as the visual part of it, but to put it back to it- that video that dropped yeah. and just put Morpheus over it. It <laughs> fucking matches right up, man. Is like, it, is it on any of your uh, any of your channels? Because believe um, it or not, I've got all your channels pulled up. Yeah, right. we'll play that one. Should yeah. be on Twitter, I think. It's it's gonna be hard to find now because Uh-oh. shit, that came out what a week and I, I tweet so much. I lost my job recently, so oh, I fucking uh, I, I tweet a lot, you know. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I got uh, nothing else to do. Uh, so I'm trying to bump my Twitter numbers to the, to the max, you know, holy shit. My camera was plugged in. Oh, there he is. Yeah, we got so plugged in, dude. I, 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 there's so much shit plugged in. I don't know. Bam, what... we found you there. I'm, 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 I'm I can say you now, sir. Yeah, I mean, if you go into the media, it should somewhere. I mean, there's yeah. This, just keep scrolling. Do you ever remember today? So keep everybody. scrolling for a because you're you're still in a, today. Yeah, dude, <laughs> you have to go way back, scroll, dude. Just scroll like a, um. I'm, I'm gonna scroll my y'all talk on there. Uh, I don't think I put it on. Inst- it's so hard to keep up with every fucking. 
platform right. all the fucking time. You are correct. You know, uh, the website kind of helps with that, where you can um, basically post to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, I think, all at the same time. I just am too lazy. I haven't set it up. But I don't have a job. I should probably fix that. I should probably fix it, my website. You know, <laughs> Make it your new job, sir. Yeah, I should. You know, I should be dropping fucking episodes left and right, but all I do is uh, get on Twitter space and fucking Clubhouse. Well, it's about discovering as well what 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 fits your next journey if you want an employment or you want to build something for yourself. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm in this weird spot because they they pulled the plug right after Thanksgiving on us, you know, sent us with a little severance and then like the unemployment is fucking shit, you know. It's not COVID 2020, you know, where we're getting an extra 600 bills on you know, your six bills on top of, you know, our unemployment for free. So and with the holidays, you know, it puts me in a spot where, like, I'm just like in limbo at the moment. And what do I, what do I do? What do I want to do next? I, I'm really tired of working for money, you know. But yeah, even having the... money work for me, we're in a position where how long is that going to last? How long's uh, um, that type of shit going to last? You know. Fair. Fair. Because we're yeah. moving into CBDC, social credit score, blah, 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 you know. I made the tweet. It might have been on Facebook where I said, uh, you know, the elf on the shelf is the introduction to social credit scores and uh, Big Brother surveillance. Because it is. I mean, like. Sure. That's yeah. it. We don't do the elf around here. Like, I, you know, just on my, my old lady's saying on it is we don't allow Faye into the house. But, like. Uh, on that aspect of it I've, I've definitely looked at it like that like i like you just said like yeah you're just teaching your kid that like surveillance state stuff's okay like that's we yeah yeah i mean when that first came out you know fuck how old is elf on the shelf i mean they got snoop on the stoop and all that shit too but what uh it, what is it now do you want to stoop or something too what, what was yours jimmy Ty uh tyrant on a hydrant that was there him. you go he did a good job with that. Dude, one. the comments were wild on that one, man. People, there were a few people in the the comments section that were like, "That was good, yeah." They were I like, "I had no idea," and my mind had been broadened by these comments. And they're like, "Thank you, I had been taught something totally different by." Uh, <laughs> Wang tyrant on it, tyrant. Okay, yeah. That's we. Uh, we've got this group page that we've all kind of been running together for a while now. We've lost it and regained it under multiple different names. Um, and Facebook. Yeah. And, yeah. And, but it's it's been kind of the same crew of people just throwing the memes out for for a long while. I cannot believe my Facebook fucking group is still alive. Like nice. it's just wild, wild. It was wild, wild west. You could post whatever the fuck you want. It grew to like a thousand right away, and then it hit a wall. And uh, then you know, look, got... I'll, I'll come clean. When uh, we we had a break in the original crew that was on here and on the pages and stuff on Facebook, and we had a group that was tied to it called Now That's What I Call Mental Gymnastics, and 
when they locked me out of everything else, they forgot to lock me out of that. And I mutinied the fuck out of it and like took over that group and it still exists and kind of has the same rules going on there. Like you, that's one of the first I, things that we, we said is not you're just be in this group, group, but it took a page too. I, I did take a page with it too, but uh, we won't go, we'll, we'll go into that. that. But the, the, uh, the group thing is great because it's kind of like you said, it's it's a anomaly. I don't know why it's still there because we it is the wild it is a wild west spot where everybody that's kind of in that group isn't there to report. They're just there to laugh. They don't care mm-hmm. what it's about. They're not gonna report anything or fight each other. They're just there to share their memes with the rest of the meme groups and stuff. And I, it's 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 great to have some of that stuff t- too because. I don't know why, but there still is a population on Facebook that pays attention to the to the meme world, and I've that's where I got my start. Like I that's was, where I got my start through a Tinfoil's group, Tinfoil Hats group, because nice. they gave me the ability just to post straight through the group without being checked. Yeah. And once they because everything I was dropping about COVID was like on point. Yeah. And I was doing it just boom, 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 boom. Cause I wasn't working at that point either. And, uh, so I'm all over it and, uh, they let me pass through. And once they did that, then when I fired a live and shared it into the group, it was instantly going and people were joining when before you'd have to wait for someone to approve it. It could take anywhere from five minutes to fucking five days before someone would approve it. But I had a straight through because the the admins got together or whatever and let me just pass right through and that's how i built my shit was out of tinfoil's group and then uh i (laughs) i changed my facebook name to l covid and that really fucking pissed them off and then they demonetized me and said you know you can't do run ads they took away l covid but they're idiots and before um they took L COVID. I had ran an ad before they had completely demonetized me. I'd ran, you know, I paid like five bucks and you get like 10,000 hits on these things, you know, and good, good engagement for five bucks, a dollar, something you get good engagement on it. Well, I had, when I first did it, it makes you sign a contract. Right. And I was on Facebook as L COVID. <clears throat> so they made me sign a digital, co- a digital contract as L COVID. Right. So when they made me verify, there's a list you can send in like passport, your driver's license, these IDs. One is a contract. Right. And the other is a certified letter. So I just wrote, yeah, I go by L COVID, signed L COVID, took a picture, sent it in. And then I sent a screenshot of their fucking contract that they made me sign as L COVID. And it took like two and a half weeks. And then all of a sudden, my shit on my birthday in uh, 2020, yeah, they fucking opened up El COVID back up. Nice. And let me fucking <laughs> let me go. At that point, I took and I had to give per, uh, administration to multiple people yep. for both my rant cast pages, for my paralyzed Keanu Reeves page, for my fucking. Uh, that's a, that's a whole, that had this thing going it was funny but uh, <laughs> and then my group i have to give you know administration privileges to multiple people yeah because when i get pulled my pages stay but they pulled my original rantcast page they just pulled it there was nothing they didn't nothing I've, i mean it had so much shit on there too like I've, i got away with plan pandemic running on their live and it stayed up you know, it had 58,000 views on it, and it, it was one of the only places on Facebook that it hadn't been taken down. I had, uh, I, 
I, we talk about how I'm on my 20th something Facebook profile and, and then throughout that I have lost so many pages. And a lot of what you're talking about there is because I was trying to do it myself for a while there and they'd nuke me and pages would go with it. And then I started branching out and adding admin that were scattered around in different places to try to keep us there. And then they would start not only nuking us, but they'd nuke the entire admin team when they would take out the page. And this happened a couple of times. One of the biggest pages that I had that was pushing a hundred thousand on Facebook, which is quite a lot was that give me Liberty, give me death. That was, that was me for the longest time just kind of running solo. And I added like my wife and, and a, another guy that I've had on the show in the past. And it just grew from there. And that, that page was wild and was going so good. And then when they nuked me, they took me and like five, my like five admin out. And then we like did it with some other pages and they just kept nuking us off in different times and stuff. That's when I learned, like you were saying that if you had different people on there, they didn't take the page quite as much. So I would have, multiple pages and multiple profiles and at, at one point in time i was had my hands in probably close to 15 to 20 facebook pages just myself out there helping other people push stuff out there and stuff like that and and like they've i got to the point where i was just like you know what if they're gonna nuke me i'm just gonna keep coming back and i made it like a personal vendetta just to make a joke i'm just like Mark Zuckerberg has got to say the name Jim Bob Obelshorts publicly if he ever. Wants you me got to hit with quit. You got like hit during the original purge. I got. I got Facebook. They, they killed my Mac ID. <laughs> they killed my fucking modem, dude. They killed uh, my equipment. I, so a I couple phones I've been IP yeah. banned from. Like it's been. It's, yep. it's, and see, dude, like if I'm on there, like on Facebook and shit, all I do is post mainstream articles i post mainstream studies i post fucking like i don't get on there and i don't be like you know oh you're a libtard or you know do any type of like name calling or anything like that because i know as soon as you do it boom you're hit you know you're you're fucking getting a ban you're getting a block or some shit you know so i try to be as climate based stuff what's that now they're fighting the climate oh my god have you seen this yet What's that? Uh, I, somebody, or uh, his, uh, so, uh, his wife posted something, and I was like, "Oh wait, look, it's right there." Yeah, I'm and it was a joke, and they and it. they put that in in a joke. But, yeah, and see, they're doing that climate like. Are they gonna cli- try everything, to correct flat uh, earthers now? The Earth is actually. Cool. But see, they're they're having a really hard time pulling this nonsense directly right after the COVID crap. Because oh, they also don't even show COVID. The data. Yeah, they show COVID. Like a very small slice. Yeah, COVID woke up so many people to the nonsense, and now they're thing. trying this climate change stuff, and it's not going over how they want it to go over with people. People are not accepting this. No, because it's fucking retarded. It is you know retarded, I mean? man. Like, it's uh. You know, they've they've pushed this for so fucking long. One of my favorite clips, I wish I knew we were going to talk about this. I would have had it pulled up. But when Potato Head, CNN Potato Head guy, uh, he had the creator of uh, the Weather Channel on 
And he's he like, said no, you he listen to me, boy. Yeah, he said like, it was nonsense. Yeah. And they're like, well, you know, so and so of the Weather Channel now. Well, he doesn't even have he doesn't even have a fucking degree. And what like what are you talking about? I created the Weather Channel. Like I I have degrees and meteorology yeah. and all that shit. The guy that's running it is just a guy running it. Like he well, he knows nothing. The reality is with with weather is if if our weather predictions up to ten days is has a pretty high error rate and when you look at the models the problem lies in the stacking of bad data so oh yeah one is that to run a model that encompasses the entire planet we don't have the computing capacity in all honesty hmm. to run models of that scale because it's like chaos theory a butterfly flaps its wings over uh, over in in Ohio, and in Texas you get a, a hurricane. Like I mean, in Texas you get a tornado. Like that idea is based on the the understanding that there is a lot of small, tiny moving parts that then can encompass a much larger system, and because of the error of creation, gets exponential when it comes to those weather models there is a very high error rate and there has never like if you look at all of the weather models since the 70s to now when it comes to those predictions the majority of them are flat out wrong in almost everything 99 percent of them are wrong look at i mean look at if you look there's a chart that's out where it goes year by year by year by year like, oh, we're all going to be dead by, you know, 2020. The Everything's going to be frozen by 2020. Acid rain's going to kill everybody in the 90s. The ozone layer will be going to be out of oil in the 80s. We will be that. completely out of oil by the I was scared. You know, I was late, gonna melt late in the 90s. Captain Planet. Yes. Captain Planet. Yes. I, I was afraid to what? go you outside. Recycle. I was going to melt what? as a kid. You recycle. Acid. Yeah. You recycle, so Captain. I remember in school they showed you know like pictures of statues in places that had heavy acid rain, and they would be, you know, it would show like uh, now I can't even think the degradation, uh, you know, but whatever the fucking. They gotta, you got to realize that was over decades and yeah. decades and decades, not instantaneous. But they didn't tell you that. Nope. Um, they don't tell you a lot of things in school. They told yeah. you acid oh, rain came from no. nuclear power. When uh, nuclear power, I remember that. I know. I remember that. Only a especially after water the three, vapor. Especially after the Three Mile Island incident. Oh yeah, Captain Planet was such disinformation. Captain oh, Planet it was propaganda. Was it was wet. It was propaganda. It was very well stylized propaganda. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. Aimed was at fun. aimed at our generation of kids so, so this is yeah. this is an this is an 80s newspaper actually that was talking that there's a, oh there, that's right it china syndrome right china syndrome came out that's right <laughs> all right yeah that 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 there was a that there was a leak at the pa nuclear power plant and it was going to cause acid <laughs> rain yeah and china syndrome and other things and like it's that's just that's straight old school propaganda like i mean it's to me, it hasn't changed. It still looks, it's the same shit. It's just a different person in it this time. Like it's the same storylines that they've been pulling. It's been super shredded, like, you know, been super shredded as far as the, now ooze, the ooze, dude. Yeah, now it's, the ooze. it is through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and shit. That is funny. Yeah, I, I like. I, I was talking to somebody earlier about this dude, and they're like, you know, I kind of feel bad. You know, he lost a job, and I'm like, I don't fucking 
awesome. Awesome. He got a great pension. He's fucking fine. His whatever. He can go home and fuck his whatever he does at home and have a great time and and fuck him, dude. I, I thought it was fucking hilarious that he got fired. I can't wait to laugh at Anderson Cooper and the other ones when they get fucking fired. Uh, yeah, oh, it was. Oh, uh, you mean these are you rich talking about the from CNN? Yes, the fucking, and then they are fine. They are fine. You you should be allowed to laugh and laugh and laugh when they're crying with their sign off at the end. The guy before he was fired, he had a show about misinformation. Yeah, yeah, about misinformation. misinformation. He was full of misinformation, like, and they they think there's so much like better than you know. Their listeners or viewers and like they're pure evil so, encompassed in, in a they show are. of oozy yeah. shit. Yeah, they're well, probably not even real people. I mean, this, I mean, this applies to people at Fox, this applies to people in several yep. it's not exclusive it, to CNN. No, but CNN's got like the they're just like, I don't know, man. Like the fucking potato head. That guy was so gross. And the Kuma. What was his name? Potato head. Please I don't know what his, his fucking right. Brian Stelter. Brian Stelter, yeah. Is that what his name is? Brian Seltzerwater. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. They compared. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Please play it. That was when he was younger. It's a nine minute clip. I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but you can listen to a little bit of it. George Costanza cut. I fast. I fast forwarded a little bit where where George Costanza here went on for like, as you can see, a minute and a half. Talking oh, about shit, who you gotta go to YouTube, was. pull this up because it's got that. Oh, maybe it is like nine minutes because that dude rips into him. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's, he's like, "Oh, I really appreciate you." And I and he goes, "No, you just you just shut up now." <laughs> <laughs> Do I got the sound on or did I not? Okay, this is good. It actually kicks right off with him. I need to. I need to fix something because I don't think I had to share. Yeah, he definitely that. right right away. I mean, he starts he uh, trying to suck his balls, and that old man's like, "Fuck you, dude! You fucking little propagandist bastard! You." Here we go. I will start. That's what he was thinking. I'm just paraphrasing the rest. No, no. I will. I will back up to about where I was because he was in here. He was giving up a. He was just chatting. This is a life and death matter. I've said before here on reliable sources that I don't think there are two equal sides to climate change. The scientific consensus is that it's real. The debate is over what to do about it. And the press has to be careful about creating this notion of sides. But Coleman's platform as a co-founder of a channel dedicated to weather is unique. And so is the channel's declaration that it believes climate change is happening. So this morning, both players are here, Coleman and the CEO of the Weather Channel, David Kenny. First, let me bring in John Coleman. He's in San Diego this morning. Thank you for being here. It's nice to be on CNN. Hello to all your viewers. I resent you calling me a denier. That is a, a word meant to put me down. I'm a skeptic about climate change, and I want to make it darn clear, Mr. Kenny's not a scientist. I am. He's the CEO of the Weather Channel now. I was the founder of the Weather Channel, not the co-founder. And I'm glad you did, because I am addicted to the Weather Channel. I watch a lot I'm of cable now. news. Hold on just a minute. I'm not done. And <laughs> CNN has taken a very strong position on global warming that is that it is a consensus. Well, there is no consensus in science. Science isn't a vote. Science is about facts. And if you get down to the hard, cold facts, uh, there's no question about it. Climate change is not happening. There is no significant man-made global warming now. There hasn't been any in the past, and there's no reason to expect any in the future. 
There's a whole lot of baloney. And yes, it is. It has become a big political point of the Democratic Party and part of their platform. So this co-founder at the bottom. Political instead of scientific. But the science is on my side. I don't think we're going to come to a conclusion about the topic right here. What I do wonder, oh, I though, is when not, you see... I know we're not, because you wouldn't allow it to happen on CNN, but I'm happy well, that we, I got on the air and got a chance to talk to your, uh, to your viewers. Hello, everybody. What there I is do, no global warming. What I do wonder <laughs> is when you see the government, when you see NASA, when you Love see it. other institutions say that 97% of climate scientists agree... Do you think they're making it up? I, I, what I don't understand is how you well, square that. Well, that's a manipulated that. figure, and let me explain it to you. Uh, this, the uh, government puts out about $2.5 billion directly for climate research every year. It only gives that money to scientists who will produce scientific results that support the global warming hypothesis of the Democrat Party position. So they don't have any choice. If you're going to get the money, you've got to support their position. Therefore, and you can put that with pharma. Scientific reports. You can put that with anything you want to yeah. be like. But I mean, that's that's exactly what how pharma's running the fucking show. Uh, it's w with studies, with anything. their studies, with the crisis in scientific research, which the majority of the crisis of, of scientific research is in medical science because of the grants, because of the money, because of the bullshit involved in it. That's why we are where we're at, and that's why. You know, Pfizer gets to run gay uh, AIDS commercials on Fox. Ironically, well, uh, well I mean, think about you know, I, I think about very when funny. I think about when I was a kid, and you know, like having TBS on when I'd come home from school, and every other commercial was Our for casting network was for some <laughs> other. Every other commercial Jesus. was for some other. You He's know, going back, are you? Oh, Luis. Every every other commercial was for some other kind of uh, like medicine for some other new disease that they've just figured out. Or and my favorite one to always bring up, and people always give me flat because they're like, "Oh man, that really is kind of a thing." And I'm like, "Sure," but I remember when they first started talking about, "Do you do your legs feel tingly at night? Then you might have restless leg syndrome." And I'm oh like, my! I'm just like. We're not getting into Come on, this, bro. Right like, here, are, like this... are we really, are we really going this route? Like, are we really just trying to attack any when, and every feeling that we have? As whenever kind of I heard of this, it was like I imagined somebody just walking along and the, their leg just restless leg, those leg just kicking out to the side like that. I'm just like, and what goes with that is, have you noticed the side effect, the side effects to these drugs and how happy people are like, oh, I no longer have like this. You may bleed negative. out of your eyes and shit yeah. yourself to death, but, you know, it's OK. I can fuck yeah. anybody in the ass because I took prep H or whatever. Yeah, called, you know, you know? like, like oh, uh, they, don't, they don't also talk about they don't tell the side effects. You're going to fucking yeah, yeah it'll fucking kill you at some point. It's my favorite. My favorite was when Frito, what was it? Lay's was using Olestra and as uh, to uh, cook the chips, Olestra, and it would cause, they had to put a warning on the back of the chips. Warning may cause anal leakage. Yeah. That was like the that? baked Lay's. Baked Lay's. Yeah, it was the baked Lay's. It was Lay's regular <laughs> potato chips or whatever. And that was only back in the 90s, man. Yeah. I it was a special, like, was... baked Lay's. It was like a special off. Used it was Lester. Lay's chips, but it was a special chip. And it was uh, after they'd been out for like two years. Someone's yeah. like, 
Holy I shit! Think... Did you see this on the back? Holy shit! I sit on the toilet it. because I'm bleeding out of my ass. <laughs> I eating found that chips, was... and it says something about. No, it would cause you it's to kind of shit small. yourself. Yeah, but oh, but it totally says right there. It says this product Cane's Olestra. I never had that yeah. crap, and it may yeah. cause abdominal cramp, cramping, <laughs> and loose stools. Olestra inhibits the absorption of some vitamins and other nutrients. See, and people Holy didn't like shit. that stuff, so they just changed yeah. it to natural ingredients. Yeah, and everything just says natural ingredients. I think, I think that was the moment in my teenage years that I was like, "Hmm, maybe the government's trying to kill us." Man, I was stoned all the time. I never thought about that with yeah. the anal leakage. <laughs> you know, giving us those delicious baked wows, and I'm about right, old. You know, they're they're they they kept trying to take everybody away from that. you like like fried foods and try to introduce all these other ways to do it, which are just way more unhealthier for you. You know, like all these seed oils and stuff like I'm, I'm, I guess spending a good portion of my life in the South. I have seen a lot more things cooked in animal fat. And mm -hmm. if it was something that my tallow, if it well, and if it was something that my grandmother always said is that there's a difference in deep frying and boiling in oil. Mm -hmm. And if you're deep frying something, you're you're using a beef fat or a even even a, a pork fat to to cook your meat in, and that's actually cooking it or deep frying it. Whereas cooking it in these seed oils is literally just bo boiling it in oil, and you're changing like a lot of your potatoes, for example, when you fry them in these seed oils, you're actually turning them in like carcinogenic. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm probably saying it wrong, but it, it No, you're right. Okay. Yeah, and the, the seed oils uh is what's causing this drop in is everything. it causing a drop in testosterone and a rise in estrogen? I think it is. Or maybe, and, maybe that's just the plastic everybody's drinking or something. Oh. The pla well the, the, the mixture of the soy, the plastic, and the all these seed oils. The soil, uh, and and they're well, another thing with those seed oils is a lot of these seed oils. I've seen some some good videos of that they've showed, like like real video evidence, of, of course, at the factories and stuff, where it that shit's dark as hell, and they literally bleach it basically to to get it back to a lighter color. Like you, if you're in there eating canola oil, then you're you Ugh. might as you might as well just Man. be just be fucking yourself up in other ways anyway because like that stuff and is a great example of something that's just terrible for you Check mcdonald's that out. Check that out. mcdonald's fries tasted so much better when they were still fried in beef tallow oh and, it was they were way better oh, oh they were so much better because this is the weird thing. so McDonald's much better fries before were healthier yeah yeah yep. you know that the mcdonald's fries they have to it's a special just potato that's in yes. idaho or whatever and when they pick that potato they have to throw it in a fucking a building that it has to sit in for like a week i think the, the all the potatoes to uh release the gases from the pesticides and the shit that's in the potatoes in the ground no, i think it's a whole week or some two weeks or something it's got to sit there and gas just to get the that part out the, I mean, like McDonald's wants perfect fries, and because they want perfect fries, specific, very specific type of potato. Yep. And they were explaining how that was a very bad idea. Yeah, it fucks up all of agriculture and shit. Just, they just want trying long fries. Yep, mm -hmm. and perfect. You know, and they have to, they have to cook perfectly, and they, ha I mean, it's just.
It's you know, a regular I, strain of potato, which is not that healthy to eat in relation mm -mm. to strain. And once they could get away with this crazy shit, it was, it was just on, right? Like, yeah. it's been for 20 something. Fat. That's it. Yeah. Go to five guys. <laughs> five guys is where it's at. But the, the, uh, like the burgers where they found out they were pressurizing them with ammonia. I worked inside that plant, right? What, I worked what in. What brand was doing pressurization of ammonia for burgers? McDonald's. This is when the pink slime, remember the pink slime? Probably 2000. That was for the, well, that was for yep. the McNuggets or something. No, the McNuggets is the same thing, except in this building, it was, it was called uh, Beef Products Incorporated, right? And a maintenance guy, I guess, came up with this who worked inside of, I don't know if I could get sued for, I, prob I, I could probably get sued, I guess. So he worked inside of, uh, I and inside of there, he was a maintenance man, and he created a way to um, awesome, to be able dude. to take all of the beef trimmings, right? Because the beef trimmings is you don't want to eat that shit, right? It's got bacterias and stuff like that. So he figured out a way to um, put them basically in. It's like a dryer, and it fucking cycles and it pressurizes with ammonia, and that ammonia fucking kills all the bacteria and shit and then they can grind it up and make it into a beef paste and then they make it into the patty people found out about this now i worked there i was a maintenance man at uh the the plant there and um i worked in the rendering spot i worked in hell right they would kill um i think it's five thousand cows per eight hour shift right and i worked in the kill floor underneath so it's hell it's where like heads are dropping and hides are falling and the hides come off in one shot of a pneumatic uh, claw grabs the hide yeah. after someone's cut it in perfect spots and rips it right off you know and the fucking uh it'll still be twitching when it's laying on the floor it's fucked up but anyways this other building i'd walk through every once in a while and like i said i worked in hell and they had these massive gut bins like 20 plus feet tall deep fucking gut bins one broke one time overspilled with guts and then they fucking rotted and we had to it had to be cut out piece by piece take it out of the building anyways when i'd walk through the uh bp part when i'd walk through there it smelled so fucking bad right and this is where the product is basically not finished it's something was being done with it i didn't know because i didn't actually work for that company right it just was weird skip ahead i don't know like five years later you know i remember i had went to mcdonald's once and i got a double cheeseburger and i tasted it tasted like ammonia was in it I threw it out and I didn't eat any after that, right? I've eaten McDonald's here and there since, but I, I, after that, it was kind of like smoking. At one time, I, I, I'd smoke two, two, two and a half packs a day. One time, I fucking hit a Marlboro, tasted like shit, and that was pretty much it. I threw the pack away and that was it. But anyways, I tasted that ammonia. I thought maybe someone was spraying, cleaning, hit my burger or whatever, but I didn't eat the shit anymore. Then come to find out what they were doing in that plant where I worked was they pressurize that meat with ammonia and then would wash it out so some of that stuff traces of ammonia was getting through right into people and they sit here and tell it's 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 are you looking it up pink slime yeah uh -huh. hydroxide to wash oh. meats they call it washing but it's pressurizing so it's high pressure um yeah jamie oliver showed the chicken nuggets, but where I was at, that wasn't a chicken nugget process. I think they they took this guy's idea of the pressurizing with ammonia and moved it into the chicken side too. So it's just 
I mean, when they got away with it, they got away with it. And, and you know, they, I believe they may have had a lawsuit and might have won it, and they're still allowed to do it today. Yes. I, yep. Actually, I was fighting that right there. Is that, is well, there because- was a story going around that there's there was two doctors that went into McDonald's. One was allergic to chicken, and he ate, like, two 20-piece nuggets and didn't have a reaction like he it was to the point where like if he bit into chicken it would be the whole like you know your throat would start closing up yeah and he ate two 20 piece nugget meals and nothing happened i had a heart attack right on the spot well but he didn't have i mean have have you guys seen the movie supersize me Oh yeah, I mean, uh, what happened with that? I'm surprised McDonald's, McDonald's allowed that. sales went up after that movie. Well, Did they? Just goes to show, like, what? Did you ever see the parody version, Super High Me? Oh yeah, yeah, I was high. I forgot, but the uh, that supersized me, and then uh, he did number two. I can't remember. He did a supersize me part two? Did I don't remember what he did? He almost for that died part. on the first one. He couldn't complete yeah. the thirty days. Because after two weeks of eating McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, all snacks, everything, the and doctor was like, yeah, the doctor was like, you need to stop this or you will die before your 30 days. So I had, uh, you know, I guess a lot of us guys go through this kind of stuff. Like we've had roommates and stuff growing up and throughout years. And I, there was me and this guy that is a really good, really good friend of mine. And he was the manager of a McDonald's for, for oh. some time. And he, he actually proved this to me, bringing home his handbook and showing me in his handbook that it, it recommends in the handbook to not eat the food from the restaurant because you can be, you know, it can be prone to be sickness. And if you get sick from it, the insurance will not cover you. And that there's a lot of other food products and other things that are in there that after you touch them, you have to treat them as if you just came in contact with like, like fucking highly radioactive poison or some shit. You have to immediately go to like a wash station and such like you cannot touch this stuff without the proper protection when you put it into the whatever you're cooking or whatever because of how fucking dangerous this shit is and and you know we've all probably seen the videos by now of like the people that have got 30 and 40 year old mcdonald's now inside of glass jars that looks exactly like it did 30 or 40 years Mm -hmm. ago that's why we all look young that's my theory all the preservatives and all the food we've eaten is why i look great you guys look great i don't know all your ages i'm 40 so I look amazing. Getting close. I just just <laughs> celebrated a birthday this week. So I'll be I'll be forty. Birthday. I'll be forty two the beginning of next year. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, and look, it, look my theory is it's these preservatives, though. you know, because a lot of us uh, had parents who <clears throat> we were coming right out out of the uh, feminist movement, I guess, and women starting to work and uh, both parents working eight hours, and now we're being put into the uh, government basically uh, funded daycare where they uh, propagate and, uh, <clears throat> you know, with that school. They put us in school, destroyed the family unit. I don't know where I'm going with this rant, so uh, this happens to me quite Go often. Ahead. Go for it. I just fucking, I just start ranting. We, we could... Uh, Let's uh, let's just segue into something else. You want to segue into Twitter's? What's going on over there? I was, you in know, the FBI? Twitter's, 
Twi- dude, have you seen all of that stuff like that? Oh, dude, I was just on with, uh, I, I might have mentioned it earlier, that Clint from uh, Liberty Lockdown on a space, he was debating some guy who was saying it's not a violation of uh, the First Amendment. And the dude was right that it wasn't a violation of the First Amendment because they use Twitter as a buffer, right? The government used Twitter as a buffer. So the government gets to blame Twitter and Twitter gets to blame the government. Nobody's ever going to be held accountable, but they got to reveal to everybody that they stole no, the election. They fucking. No, 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 no. It, it is a violation of the First Amendment because it is a, it is a direct action by the state in order to coerce yes. speech. So you're, the, whoever said that, no. It is a direct violation of the First Amendment. It is just you have. But to have Twitter to did not have to act upon that. Twitter, being a private company, does not have to act upon what the government tells them. They can tell the government to fuck off. They did not, though. They did it yes. right. And inside mm-hmm. Twitter, there Twitter, was Twitter there were, violated the First Amendment because of the desires of the state. Yes. So with yep. that buffer, that's coercion. That's still court. That buffer doesn't matter. It's direct coercion. You don't. We're run by snakes and lawyers, man. You don't do what the federal government told you to do. You will lose access to data. You will eventually lose access to. Pirates. Yes. Cohesion and under duress from 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 certain lines of it. Like the government, if they want to, they can destroy Twitter overnight. Uh, they're not going to obviously because, do that because they will showcase to the world that the difference between the CCP t- and t- the control over Tencent, the control over Huawei, the control over ByteDance, the control over all these companies that are part of the CCP. TikTok. There's no, yeah, ByteDance. There is no separation between state and, and, and corporation in the US either. Facebook. You know, Condoleezza Rice is in the board of Facebook. Well, Peter Thiel fucking uh, gave uh, Mark Zuckerberg eight hundred thousand August of two thousand and four with the money from uh, LifeLog. He was a what they call an angel investor, but he's using black ops government money. Yeah, uh, we we uh, all knew that that Inc-Tel, Facebook Inqtel was invested by Inqtel. No, it gets worse. Facebook actually stole code. So Facebook's original code was based off an MIT professor. Mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg knew the the son, and then he got access to the source code and got access and copied the code. He got sued in court, and the government blocked the lawsuit. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, because he, he was, they at they that knew point, he was working for the government. Yeah, they 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 like the whole Twitter thing. To me, it seems like, uh, and then you know, with these file drops, Elon puts out a, a poll: Should I step down? Right. Um, it just seems he like should, he, he needs somebody else. That he's, uh, he's I don't even know. Company, he, though. You know, we, it, they should, Tom from MySpace should come back and run. You know, they've been talking, of, they've been talking of, back and forth. Return of the Jedi. You know, Return of the Jedi. Justin Timberlake is, like, bought MySpace. Yeah, so Tom's not hmm. busy. He tweeted to the thing Elon, is, it's I'll like, take it, you know. This all, I mean, and, and those Twitter files, it, it's going to be all stuff that we conspiracy theorists, conspiracy oracles already knew this like stuff. It was like the whole, oracles. it was like the whole drop with the, uh, the, uh, Kennedy assassination files from the CIA. Mm-hmm. All 14,000 pages can be reader digested down into one sentence. The CIA did it. Yeah. I mean, so what? <laughs> I mean, people have been saying that drop 14,000 well, pages was George W. Bush senior. He was not the head. Of, he was not the head of the CIA then. No, no, no. 
but he was in Dallas. Yeah, he was in Dallas. Yeah, I think the Twitter files are just used to as revelation to yeah. say, look, uh, these conspiracy nuts are fucking right. Uh, we did steal the election. We did interfere. We did fucking block you, ban you. We put out fucking blacklist. We fucking had our own fucking uh uh, what is it? Portal right into fucking mm-hmm. Twitter. We had eighty plus yeah. agents. We gave Twitter well, three point five million dollars. Companies are also doing the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. He can only release uh, what's needed on Twitter. You don't have to release anything else now. I mean, you had Mark on old uh, Joe Rogan going, "Yeah, the FBI came to us and they said there's going to be some Russian, you know, some Russian shit. We better watch out for it." And then we just moved everything way down. We didn't make them so you couldn't post it, but nobody could fucking see it. Whoa, yeah, is that called shadow banning? Like Joe Rogan, what an so, idiot. So it's so I was posting uh, even through Bitly the actual leak and i got my account attacked like the they were like oh you're violating rules they never specified what rule i violated they never specified anything i try to explain to somebody hey i literally cannot send you this link even if i shroud it inside of another link they're reading it and they're like nope yeah wait it's uh it's like we all need a mass class action. I guess we all need to jump on with James Woods. James Woods, he's suing the government. I think it, we have to go after the, yes, the government violated the First Amendment, but they did it through this buffer, through Twitter, through a middleman, through Facebook, and these, these uh, companies that they got us basically to fight over and say they're private, man. They can do whatever they want, but no, they're not. They got to be able to do this and they can't have Nazis on there and this and that and a private, 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 private. Right. So they use that as like a fucking buffer. So there's going to be no fucking accountability for this whatsoever. It's just another revelation to say, yo, yeah, they were right, dude. And uh, the coop's already over. Now we're just moving and waiting for our CBD C's to fucking work out. And you know, there I go, ranting. I mean, the central bank digital currencies, they start slow. First, it's going to be interbanking. Then it's going to be for payments. Then it's going to be, hey, um, we have a new offer now. If you, author, you, you officially allow the account or their government straight up just going to say uh, every citizen in the United States now has $500 in their bank account. In Go Bitcoin. claim it. Go go connect your account to you. Yep. And they were like, thank God all the old people died of that COVID shit because they can't figure out these stupid wallets. These stupid fucking Bitcoin accounts. You know, I mean that I mean to get into this digital thing, you really got to get rid of these old people. They can't figure out how to fucking run these uh, these uh, Roku's, right? How the fuck are they going to figure out how to run a Bitcoin wallet, right? How the fuck are they going to know how to fuck with their cummies and send them back and forth to fucking collect their porn change? You know what I'm saying? It's impossible. So we got to get rid of those old people, right? And then we bring in the CBDCs. And now the New York Exchange, right? They've got that 13-week program going on with other banking, uh, whatever, all over the U.S. They've got a 13-week program with the CBDCs. You know at the banks, you know how they had a 10% uh, banking reserve uh, that has been in place since of, off since 2020. Yeah, March of 2020. They shut that off. The banks don't even have to have any money in the banks. There's, there's like a, at some point when on steroids. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Well, but uh, the CBDC uh, beta test has been already going what uh, four or five weeks. 
I believe at the towards the end of this is when they're going to reveal that Tether ha- has been robbed by Alameda Research, and then they're going to show everybody pull the plug on that. That's where Bitcoin's going to have a major, major fucking oh, crash. Oh, he, he went to the hospital. He's sick. Oh, no, that turned out not to be true. That was the whale people. He's going to be killed for sure. I mean, he's definitely going to fucking die. No, he hasn't been Epstein yet. But I mean, he there's no way. I mean, they arrested him the day he's supposed to testify. So he didn't have to testify. You have Maxine Waters sending out. Hey, if if you could, you think you could make it to then testify for us? The sweet little Jewish boy guy, you know, or whatever. And I'm surprised they haven't ran with, uh, you know, he's autistic because he does all these fucking uh, Twitter spaces and all these fucking interviews. And he's like, I just uh, didn't know. I just, uh, you know, I should have just had better uh, hindsight or, you know, I should have had better for, I just didn't know. I just didn't. What? You had like $32 billion. Like, what do you, well, I just, you know, they were using QuickBooks. With 30 something billion dollars and tether gave tether which was created by brock pierce right the pedophile brock pierce who who created den with uh mark collins rector right so he created tether and then at some point there's only two major exchanges that deal with tether as far as these major pushes back and forth so tether. better to tether die the founder one of the founders was killed in puerto rico of tether no, die, which is a okay. Tether. He yeah, was, and see, Tether gave, coin, and he yep. was found in in the waters by where I lived, by where I grew up, with his wallet and fully clothed. Yeah, isn't he the one that said something about a pedophile thing being yes. in the crypto? Yep. There's been what three or four that of them uh, that have died recently of these, you know, these ex- running these exchanges, and then come to find out, Boris Johnson's brother was on the board of Binance. No, for no, their no, UK shit. It gets worse. Uh, I didn't uh, even know he had a brother. Iger was part of uh, FTX. Who was? Iger, the Disney. The now the head of Disney. So Oh, no shit. Yeah, I mean, everybody's right wrapped after up FTX in this. Thing happened, Iger became the head of Disney again. But when Tether, when Tether collapses, when they go, because they they can't they've never been able to audit tether 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 gave alameda 32 billion dollars with like it wasn't even on pay it wasn't even on like they just gave them 32 billion dollars so there's no fucking money there it's supposed to be a stable coin that is dollar for fucking tether and when they find out that that's empty that a stable coin the most stable coin in the crypto space is a essentially a scam because it's been drained but it, it was it was Binance who pulled the rug under them because Binance owned a bunch a bunch of FTX and what mm-hmm. they did was they just pulled the assets right out under them, and because they couldn't liquidate like at the rate that they were taking it out, that's that's kind of how it Binance this CZ that's a abbreviation of his name, he is the one likely that brought down FTX and there's like a uh, actually, O'Leary does a good breakdown. Listen to his whole speech on uh, in Congress on what the fuck was going on. Oh, Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary, yeah. So he's the one to mention Zyger for one second, and then they completely. Yep. The I think I have that clip. Yeah, the whole clip, it, he goes deeper into detail. Just if you want to learn more, like because he he was mentioning the other people. That's why everybody was trusting them because. 
his parents were compliant. Like the, they're the, lawyers. The corruption was there when his parents were about that system. So they knew how to bend it yep. to their will. His parents are likely the ones that designed all um, the assets were under his parents. I seen a report that uh, his his dad wrote some bill for Elizabeth Warren, some financial bill that I mean, they Elizabeth fucking. Elizabeth Warren is pure evil and comes yeah. in a. In a, in a I, in I do, a, by the way, uh, Native I American do have the share, the share screen available for everybody. So if you do ever feel like pulling something up that you have on hand, you are welcome to do it. I, I my problem is everything I have is on my phone. Fair. Fair. Yeah, I fucking I need to you, stop you, doing you that. Log, you can log in on your phone. Oh shit, I can't. Flip it sideways, and then you can share a screen that way. I could dex my phone too to the computer, but nice. Well, I because we we do around here try to try to share stuff like all the uh, everybody that's out there that's listening and stuff that doesn't get to see all this stuff. If you're interested in some of the things we talk about, I know I repeat this a lot almost every episode, but you guys are always welcome to check the links because I try to share everything that I share on the screen or the other guys share on the screen with each episode to uh, make sure you guys can, you know, do your own research and get back to it yourself. Cause if it's one thing I've heard for years and years and years, it's well, show me proof. Well, fine, here you go. Now it's up to you to figure out how to read it. Like at that point, that's what fucking is fucking. Yeah, I'm going to need a source on that dude. Yeah. You no, need a peer reviewed study for that. All right. I've been pulled down multiple times now with videos that I make that is just proof and no commentary from me. It's mainstream media talking. It's Fauci talking. It's it's people that are it's the experts. I put one up about stratospheric aerosol injections. Yeah. Right. And they fucking pulled that one down. I put one up about uh, uh, what was the fucking last one? Oh, the uh, the uh, penis facials. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it talked about ambrosia. It talked about young blood. It talked about the fountain of youth. It talked about, you know, Sandra Bullock saying, yeah, I inject baby penises in my face. Talked about this Oprah's favorite baby. You're talking about the, okay, you're talking about the four screen, the four Four screen. screen, Yeah. 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 Which are, which is a real product. Um, Oh, yeah. 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 This is real. Buy it. It's fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, but they fucking like TikTok. I'll I'll download TikTok on my phone, throw a video up, and then uninstall TikTok. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> but I don't like make TikTok. I only put videos up there, right? They will not let that fucking. Uh, After I, I, I skated penis. by, I skated by somehow for about three years on TikTok without being nuked, and a little while just recently or whatever. Um, I made a post along the lines of voting as slavery with extra steps and woke up the next morning and my 140,000 and me and everything is just gone. And I was like, fuck, they got me. And like, I, I found out through a lot of people that I'm connected back with again, that they got them as well. Like they went through it and kind of purged them. Like they did Facebook a little while ago. And Facebook was hilarious when they did that. I'm, I'm, IP ban from TikTok on my phone so I can only do TikTok on my computer. So I just pop over here and like I've been I've been uploading classic of my photo uh, videos or whatever. Like I actually just before we got on this evening I threw one up just for shits and grins. That was actually my very first viral TikTok video that I had ever made cuz I just figured it was time to put it back on there. And it's already skyrocketed up to 10k views in the hour we've been chatting and I was just like damn. I guess apparently sometimes it has a knack for bringing 
good things in, I guess, playing around with it. You know, I, I always enjoyed TikTok, but I wanted to jump back to a second ago. You guys were talking about the, the foreskin thing because, listen, it just always reminds me of this clip. I, and I know it's a terrible situation in general, but this clip to me is just the funniest fucking shit when they got Steve Harvey. Yeah, that's the one, man. His, I got that in my in my video and they stuck it, it on, on uh, uh, TikTok. She says, this is Oprah's favorite. He's like, oh, if it's Oprah's. Give me some of that. You ain't got that volume on. I'll just ad lib to it. Oh, yeah. Why is it red? I don't understand. Oh, let me rub it in. Let me rub it in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. If it's Oprah's favorite, it's my favorite, too. He's like, oh, shit. I can't even, I can't even ball up my hand right now. It's so tight. Skin, look at the wrinkles. It's gone. Look at my hand. It's, it's wonderful. Well, that is actually baby penises. What the fuck? What yep. the fuck? Yeah, that's baby penises. That we emulsified and rubbed on your hand. You're telling me you rubbed a baby penis on my hand like that? Basically, that's what was said. <laughs> that, yeah. And, and you know, he, he looks he looks just completely beside himself. You know? Oh, like, he was. He, he was because he's a Christian was, man. That yeah. is the only acceptable dubbed version of that video that I ever want to see again. <laughs> Yeah, oh, absolutely. You, clip like that that one. you can clip that one. I got to clip that because <laughs> yeah. it was yeah, the best yeah, yeah, version yeah. of it. Yeah. Like, that was, yeah. Yeah. I see. I had that clip in my, you know, just a little piece of that clip uh, in there. The Sandra Bullock thing, the the creator of Ambrosia, a couple of news uh, things talking about it, and they will not allow it on TikTok. Every time I post, it doesn't matter what if I put different hashtags, I put different, I don't even put anything in the, I don't put nothing, no hashtags, no nothing, and it is gone. Because I went from, not I didn't use this TikTok like two years ago. I used it, and then it's like this is stupid, right? I just left it, and then Anne Hesh. I made a video about Anne Hesh, and my kids like, why don't you put it on TikTok? So I opened, I downloaded TikTok, threw the Anne Hesh video on there, uninstalled TikTok, went to bed, woke up, it's got like eighty something thousand views. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So. Which, what Anne Hesh video are we talking about? Her, her, I death, just did, her death video? The death video, and I did commentary over it, just you know, <laughs> saying you know she wasn't drunk, she wasn't on drugs, blah, blah, blah. And that fucking blew up. And then each video, you know, a couple thousand, and then another couple would hit 67,000. Because I remember, like, most, most of the time, the, the only video you saw was, like, her being, like, they, they edited out the part where she sat up on the fucking gurney. Oh, yeah, that's on TikTok, dude. I, I yeah. put that up because I have it where the barber's talking, and he's like, oh, yeah, she came in, she wanted a wig. She seemed fine. I know her just right. She wasn't all fucked up, you know? No. She got the wig. She loved the wig. I was like, oh, you want to buy it? Okay. And I sold her the fucking wig, and she left, and then she died, and it was fucked up. And then, it, you know, it shows her fucking fighting these people you know the the as she's getting put into the which yeah. was the freakiest thing that anybody ever had seen they murdered her and then it came out what three weeks ago that no she was not intoxicated she wasn't fucked up either someone took control of her was it a v-dub one of those nazi mobiles and shot it right into the fucking house because again she had a movie that just came out about uh trafficking you know, she her mm -hmm. autobiography talks about being molested and shit and uh, talks about, you know, Hollywood. She's she's been talking and been open about this stuff. And she's another one that won't shut her fucking mouth. So they well, have Anthony, Anthony Bourdain. 
Anthony Bourdain, whack. You you mean the uh, you mean the body that they used for Epstein when they were when they were trying to show us pictures of a dead body of Epstein? Whoa, 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 yeah. Oh, you Are mean we, the body of wanna... Epstein that was missing a few inches? Yeah, had the, the wrong that ears. Was too short. Yeah, had, wrong had, ears. Had, wrong had, face, had, Bourdain, had Bourdain's ears and nose. Yep. <laughs> because yeah, he had been Bourdain on the freezer. Thing. That's great. You guys ever seen that mouthy Buddha? His his breakdowns and when he broke that down about the the Anthony Bourdain and Obama being over there and the fucking don't no smoking sign. And then it leads to lady boys and this other shit. And then down to this crazy pedophilia rabbit hole. It's like, I mean, what I mean, the fuck? Afghanistan yeah. and bachi bachi boys. Yes. Like, what the bachi bachi boys? I'd never heard of, of people. Bachi-bachi. Look it up. Um, so bachi bachi boys, a lot of people that served in Afghanistan really, really hated good. that because there was a lot of uh, commanders in the Afghanistan side that uh, practiced that. So what they do is they pick up very poor kids from the hood, uh, from like the poorest neighborhoods of the of the country. And, you know, they get them to do things like dance for them and they basically prostitute them. So. It wasn't. It wasn't just a Afghanistan. Military... It wasn't just Afghanistan. It was in Iraq too. But it wasn't called bachi bachi in Afghanistan. Mm. But yeah. But it sexual exploitation is not. Uh... Yep. It's not. Are fr- those are. It's not. Fr- it's not frowned upon in Afghanistan and Iraq. Yeah, those are little boys. And yeah. A so lot, but a that. lot of American uh, generals and commanders wanted to slaughter these people like i'm talking about the command the afghani or the iraqi shitheads that would do these things but they weren't they were not allowed to act on it yeah it's fucked up because of bureaucracy they weren't allowed to do anything well well and then uh, see like here in the states like i'm i'm when it comes to a lot of like i guess child trafficking and stuff like that like i'm i'm gonna be the first person to stand up and tell you that your your uh, ch- children's services are working hand in hand with a lot of other higher ups to to definitely be tra- helping in the trafficking of children. And there's a bunch of there's a bunch of places that have been caught doing it. And I'm sorry if you don't think that the the Department of Children's Services in one place isn't got their hands and doing something similar somewhere else, then you're out of your fucking mind. Like like there's they 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 are the they're some of the worst honestly they take kids and make kids lives so much worse than they ever could have been in the first place in many cases and it's because they know they can get these kids some of these kids into these systems and they get lost they get lost in these systems it's like uh i can't remember who i was talking to um i think it might be an episode that got released i can't remember with who but uh talking about like child abduction now i don't know anybody that knows anybody who's had a child abducted right but the ones that are going missing are the ones that are in the system that are in the orphanages the ones that um have you know that are in drug riddled homes and broken homes where they disappear nobody gives a shit right and uh you have people who argue yeah you know 200 something I, i can't remember the exact number is it like 200 Something. How many kids a day is it? I'll pull it up real quick. It's a lot. It's fucking huge. It's a really huge fucking number. And someone, the argument always is three hundred children a day. 
twenty three hundred, right? And the the argument is like ninety four percent or ninety percent are uh, runaways, and they get returned the day or the week, you know. But that's still ten percent, right? That's still like two hundred and thirty fucking kids that go missing, missing every single day, every single day, and are gone. You know, everybody remembers when there was that, uh, what was it, Wayfair that was selling the yep. ridiculous oh, price that was, stuff. Uh, so I, 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 got, I got to see it. Okay. I saw it myself. I, My I, I've, also, I've also seen it. I've also seen it on Amazon myself. I've also oh, there's seen an explanation it on Walmart.com myself. <laughs> and here recently, um, I've been I've been hearing a thing going around in the conspiracy world or whatever, I, I, I kind of picked it up from my buddy outsider. He was on here a few, a few a handful of episodes back. I met him on TikTok, and he's a big advocate for trafficking and stuff, you know, like a big open mouth, talk about it kind of guy. And he's been on this thing talking about it. And, and again, this is conspiracy, but I don't actually put it past anything because of the world we live in today. But he was t- saying that there are, connections and a lot of this weird underground trafficking thing that go back to the Walmarts and that your that the some of these signs that are up there might not be just missing signs they might actually be like a fucking menu like that's why there's a reward down there it's not a reward it's how much it costs for you to get this person so, that's on sale and so I'll holy you, shit that's I don't, crazy. I don't doubt it though you know what i'm saying like i don't that is as crazy as shit has anything's been, possible man right right so anything's possible man that's where i'm at nothing's real and everything's possible and, and since you know it is all these big huge rich people that are into this trafficking thing it seems what what a guise is a cover if you really thought about that you know if you have seen all these if you when you see these missing signs at the store you're like fuck these are all these missing kids but the person that has the money in their pocket sees it as oh these are what i got to go go to the secret room and choose from and you know you've always heard all these things about these walmart's having these secret spots and stuff like that because of their ties to like fema and shit like that so it's not out of the realm of possibility i believe no, because of the connection and, you know, basically the intersections of all the Walmarts, you know, they even went through here in the South and built these Walmart uh, neighborhood markets in all these little towns. And it was a project. Apparently it was a project that only was supposed to run for like eight years. They shut it down and basically shut all of them. It's like, what the fuck? Well, now they have buildings big enough that they can house in the in case of a disaster they have en- enough space with the school that's usually in these small towns and now is empty they also have a fucking walmart that they can uh you know put people in and it's uh yeah it's um shit i was gonna say something about the point you were making and now i fucking forgot yeah it's okay i mean we it, it's so, you know i think that's one of the biggest things that you know I, I like to talk about it a little bit and a lot of other people occasionally bring it up but oh burning sun club if you guys ever heard of that, the Burning Sun Club was in South Korea. Okay, this is fucking crazy because I'm in Arkansas and it's tied to uh, Springdale, Arkansas, which is a couple towns down away from me. Right. I'm in basically Walmart country. So <clears throat> there was this uh, website that got busted. I guess this is my theory. The Burning Sun Club was a club in South Korea that basically was ran like a uh, you ever seen the movie Hostel? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know how well Wikipedia is going to tell you what the fuck is up, but there was a K-pop, you know, that Korean pop shit. 
one of the lead singers of one of these K-pop things had opened this Burning Sun Club. And in this Burning Sun Club, they were basically, um, yeah, I mean, it was set up like hostel where yeah. you could order human beings. You could do whatever you wanted to them. And then there was cleanup crews that would come up behind you and clean up. You understand? So yep. this is what's going on in the Burning Sun Club. So at the same time when this got busted, this, this fucking pedo website, which they said was one of the biggest um, pedo caches ever. And it had the craziest shit on it of, of you know, actual rape videos and, and just, just the most grotesque and horrible as shit, right? The dude that was down in Springdale was from South Korea, mm -hmm. right? He was here in, in Arkansas. His partner was in South Korea still. They had like these videos. And if you think about what was going on in the Burning Sun Club and what the, they were show, supposedly showing on this website, which the FBI busted and then kept running for, I think, 18 months is how long they ran this website. And you know how they busted and tracked everybody? Bitcoin. With Bitcoin. So... That's what they followed the nodes on the bitcoins and were able to fucking bust these wallets and bust these fucking people. But my theory is with Burning Sun Club and that website, they're fucking they're tied together. And that Burning Sun Club is so fucked up because it was literally an Eli Roth fucking hostel. I mean, who knows? He might have got the fucking idea from the original Burning Sun Club. But they had cleanup crews that would come up behind these guys. Now, it's not just normal fucking Joes going to all the way to South Korea. These are rich motherfuckers that do this, you know, and then they have menus where they can pick human beings and shit like. Well, these hostel, aren't movies. well hostel, the, the, uh, the creator said, I based this off real things. Oh, did he? OK, yes. well, yeah, that makes yeah, fucking sense found it on the Internet. And he was like, Eli Roth, when he created the, when he did the first hostel, was like he felt uh, like his actual life was in danger. He had to change some stuff from the like original script. And after it was released, he has he has stated numerous times he's like I my life was in danger after releasing that movie. Yeah, because uh, it that it's 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 real. It's I'm real just, shit. I'm this is really going on. Kind of murder porn, which is uh, mm -hmm. on hostile. Our genre of, of shit. Yeah. Well, so yeah. is Saw. Saw is murder porn. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Terrifier is murder porn. I mean, the uh, but the the hostile, just the concept of that, and the fact that I mean, it's real. This is going on. This is happening. This is uh, it's not it's not just Hollywood shit, you know. And you'll tell some people that, and they'll just call you a fucking cutard or something. You're like, oh, you, you believe, you know? And it's it's no, it's fucking fact. It's fucking really going on. And the fact that the fucking one dude running the website was just fucking a couple towns down and then the local i was attacking the local news on that one because they yeah. they didn't make a peep of this shit there was one little thing saying i, I can't remember the guy's name was busted I, if i start pulling up i could find it but uh that he was busted you know child porn and that was it you got to go into the federal indictments and see exactly what the fuck is going on and i think like 90 something people in total were busted in that but again the the fbi took control of this and I think they had control of that website for 18 months. 
So think about that one right there is when the FBI takes control of these things to, you know, bust and snag more people, they're running it and they're, you know, it's so fucked up. Well, I mean, we've, we've seen, we've seen firsthand ourselves in the recent months, how they've been handed over things and, you know, fumbled it and, you know, not done anything about it. Epstein, of course, is an example. And then of course you got Biden's laptop and such is another example, but like what, like, let's be real other than apparently spending tons of money to spy on all of us through Twitter and Facebook. What the fuck are the FBI doing? Like they're, they're, uh, clearly they dedicated a joke. 80 people just to for these uh stupid little things really like the dude who tweeted things. out uh like they're, don't they don't dedicate to... they, they've been dedicating too many people to these fringe uh projects they're not dedicating people to what matters nope yeah i mean they went after a guy who said uh don't forget to vote on wednesday and i i i, I made this uh tweet like I had, I I'd made a tweet a while back where I said Nora O'Donnell's a fucking cunt, right? I usually don't say shit like that, but she's she so such a fucking cunt, you know, the way she'd talk about COVID and she'd always be smiling, this, you know, that 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 Camilla Deville fucking smile, that fake fucking grin, you know. And I called her a cunt, right? And I tag her, right? Yeah. And uh, my shit got blocked. It said you got to delete this to get it back on. Well. Thinking about it and with the FBI's involvement, was that an FBI? Did it, and was I hit by the FBI on that one? Are those tweets that were shut down like that, like uh, New York Post? Um, who else got shut down like that? Um, Babylon B. And then there was some other people who were sh showing screenshots were being shut down. We got to delete these tweets to be able to put these tweets when they were doing that. Is that when the FBI was stepping in, which I don't know why they got to step in with Nora O'Donnell. I think she could handle herself. She could be like, I'm not a cunt, blah, 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 you know? And, but no, I mean, she is a fucking cunt. Nora Donald's a fucking cunt. And I said it. I mean, when she was sitting there and she goes, uh, what, what fucking island was exploding? There was an island exploding, right? Because it was a fucking volcano. And she's sitting there saying, they're evacuating the island except for the unvaccinated. And she's got like this fucking smile on her face. It's like, holy shit, someone needs to fucking just like fucking that bitch right in the face, you know? I just, sorry. But I'm, I, I, you know, I think those those tweets are when the FBI is involved. Um, the ones that were shutting people down, and you had to go in, you had to fucking either uh, comply and delete your tweet, or you couldn't get back on fucking Twitter. I think those are when the FBI was really stepping into those. I wonder how many of us are on these stupid emails, you know, where they have these they have these Twitter handles in there, and it's like, what the fuck? I mean, they released a list a couple months. And maybe it was last year when they released this uh, report and in the report had a huge list where it had like these left wing, you know, extremists and right wing extremists and then centrist and stuff. And I remember Jamie Deluxe was on there and a couple other. I think Charlie Robinson was on the list and because uh, it was a very detailed list. I, I, you were on the list. Uh, so that though. Wait, were, were you on the list? Jim I mean, if you're not on the list. What are you so really me, even doing are, online? Me, me, and, me, right. and, me and my meme crew totally had a couple of articles and stuff written <laughs> in the past about us. And, yes. and like we've, <clears throat> there was one, actually, it was really funny because we I was pointing, 
you know the meme where he's pointing at the TV, the the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like, oh, oh, when that uh, what is that, Pazaski, that Jen lady or whatever that comes up there and runs her fucking mouth, yeah, she uh, circle back around to it, yeah, circle back around to it, but she uh, she was on there and she's like, you know, there's about twelve people, and I said it's thirteen, get it right, there's thirteen that are producing your misinformation, (laughs) and at least ten of those people were. More very Bellingcat. Bellingcat was talking shit about you. Bellingcat literally is a a, a a psyop operation of the U.S. government. Yeah, I I, I got Vox. I, Vox did an article uh, that actually included like a meme that I posted on. Oh please, can I see one of that? The please tell me where do you have that saved? Show it to me. Please. Oh, I gotta That's, find that. It's, it's, it's the it's old Vox, Vox article. Yeah, Vox and I wish Neptune uh, was here. He's got it on hand. The he one, yeah, it. the one uh, group you mentioned, Luis. Actually, they wrote a whole big <clears throat> thing about misinformation, and uh, we put were it in a Hall of Fame, Jimmy. It's like, oh, look in your page, you got to put like Bellingcat calling us out it, for misinformation. That's we what I do. I screenshot every ban, every block, every fucking shit talk and stuff. So, and I, I got a folder for it. <laughs> Me Look, too. they were calling me out for misinformation seven years ago. Look, it's all yep. true. Yeah. So, fuck you. Yeah. You were convinced lying. that of those 12 or 13 that she said, uh, we, we were, it was strongly <laughs> that at least half, we, we, we made up at least half of those people that, that were putting up the most informa- misinf- misinformation online that's, that's an honor man it's an honor oh i took it i took that as an honor i'm like oh, we, absolutely. We, yeah Especially i just thought it was ridiculous when they're coming out there's a lot of truly harmful people out there like and i'm talking sure. dead serious harmful people that are and they all work for the government then they're spreading intentional misinformation related to different topics so and they all work for the and they all work for the government i mean not really. <clears throat> some are shilling because for profit Oh, you mean Bill like, Hicks? You mean like Brook- Brooklyn Dad Defiant? Oh, that son of a bitch, dude! That he pops up in my Twitter every once in a while. Oh, I, I, every time so I pull up my Twitter feed, is he in I'm Brooklyn? Like, Let's find him. Yeah, find I'm him. like, why is this garbage in my Twitter feed? I like follow no nobody longer. like that. I'm he like, has why that picture that? on on Twitter, <clears throat> and it always reminds me of that dude from Walking Dead. I always think it's the dude from Walking. What's his name? Nemo. The one that Nemesis? was turned into a beef patty. Which no, the guy with the baseball bat. Oh yeah, the actor. Uh, Negan. Uh, Negan. Negan. Yeah, he's got. He's because he's looking down at his camera and shit. Yeah. So he I knows remember. that's who he looks like. You know. Oh, he doesn't look like that anymore. He doesn't look like that, but the way <laughs> that he... picture's like five years old. I at know. Least. <laughs> and five it years up in my Twitter every once in a while because someone uh, retweet his shit. It's, and it's like, like it's like five years old and seventy five pounds lighter. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, these uh, the the yeah, he's another one that they do. They spread just the most vile misinformation. And see. Mo- that JoJo from Jersey got suspended from Twitter. Her her Twitter account is not there anymore. The JoJo from Jersey, she was another like liberal shill on Twitter that is just completely gone now. But what did her in was that uh, sh- her real picture got got snatched and posted on 
Twitter and they ragged her so hard because of the filters she would use and her old picture and just everything she did to her picture to make it look like, yeah, better was just, yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. Andrew they, Pate seems to be using oh. filters. That Andrew Pate guy, he did this rant on his yacht yeah. and his fucking eye was looking like way over here, like this crazy lazy eye. But then I just he seen him on uh, on uh, Pierce Morgan, and he didn't have a lazy eye. So I don't know if his eye tracking huh. Snapchat filter wasn't working right. If you go watch know the what one where is. he's talking about, fe- I think feminism and shit, his fucking eye. His left I don't eye know what it is weird. about that guy that just like it, it. Why guys feel the need to associate themselves with a guy like that? It was like. Him and like that that dude Liver King fall in mm-hmm. the same category of they will like take advantage of this the the youth that already have a an, an image problem. That's a great example. Liver King selling all these stuff. Look, I'll say <sighs> he did according to the emails. He did actually follow most of the things he was saying, except the fact that he was taking steroids. He did 17, he mainlined $17,000 worth of steroids every month. It's mainly because it was prescription grade pharmaceuticals. Not don't, I don't care what you call I watched it. his whole, I've never seen the Liver King until this shit happened. And then he was on Andrew Schultz and I watched the whole thing. And it was like, what the fuck, dude? Because he's sitting on there going, I don't care you know, what you call it, whether it's prescription grade pharmaceuticals or illegal steroids <laughs> shipped from Thailand. I don't care what you call it. He took advantage of oh, an yeah. entire generation of teenage youth that have a image problem and made money from it while the entire time didn't. Yeah. Didn't. Oh, he made like so much money. You got Burt Kreischer to eat balls. I think. Yeah. Well, proclaiming that like i don't do steroids this is all natural 45 outright lying yeah outright lying to people you want to know you know well you want to know who else does a really good job about uh about lying at least about their age (laughs) bill hicks bill hicks i mean how old okay look look it up how old is alex jones supposed to be mid 40s show it it on the screen just he's supposed to be in his mid 40s i mean look he's supposed to be in his mid 40s i'm looking it up right now Oh, Alex Jones. Uh, he's forty-five, I believe. I think he's five years older than there that. is. There's no <laughs> way they claim he. They claim he. They claim he's forty-eight years old. Oh, forty-eight. Okay, there's no right. way he's. There's the claim that he's forty-eight years old, and like there's no way he's six years. Let, let me old fi- let me find a recent pick, like because they're telling me that that this guy, <laughs> Alex Jones, recent. So what happened, Alex Jones? Yeah. So he should. I know he was banging Blair White. Is he forty-eight or sixty? I mean, this is. There we go. I mean, he does talk about liking uh, the transitioned fellow. Dude, they put a. There was a picture that they took together, and she was like, "My king" or something like that, and teach their own, Alex. This is. You're you're telling me this is. You're telling me this is only forty-eight and not closer to sixty, like Bill Hicks would be. So Bill Hicks would be sixty-one years old. Now. I don't know. I mean, you got to think about. I mean, I'm surprised this motherfucker hasn't dropped dead. 
from a heart attack. You know, the screaming, the the how amped he fucking gets and shit. How has he not? His supplements keep him alive. You know, especially when he's sitting there like uh, the first on nine the nine eleven episode of Joe Rogan, when uh, him and Eddie Bravo were on there, and Eddie just kind of derailed the whole thing, and fucking uh, Alex just got drunk as shit. You know, turning red. You know, yelling and like how he didn't just have a cornea and fucking drop right there. Like, is it's crazy. Speaking of speaking of Bill Hicks, did you hear that they removed bankruptcy protection from? Alex Jones, and he will not be able to declare bankruptcy to protect himself from the 1.5. What is it going to be? Billion. Oh, no, it's a trillion no, dollars now. I think. No, no, no. It, they, they, they lowered it back down to 1.25 billion. Oh. Yeah, he can't file bankruptcy to protect himself but from. The family said that they're not pursuing it yet. Well, that was so I fucked up, man. Do. When you've you seen in the courts. Where the judge is like, you can't fucking plead innocent. You can't do this. You can't say this. You can't. My, like, what the fuck? My, let's, my, let's, my, only, my only argument to all of the Alex Jones stuff. Court. Listen, yes. My only argument let's, to all the Alex Jones stuff. That's why he went crazy. If he was truly being a true put the stuff out there journalist, he would have got the Gary Webb Award years ago. Yeah, I mean, they're like agents of chaos. They're these people yeah. that are put out to, whether he's what? Bill Hicks or not, they're, they're put out there to... Um, what did to, he... What has he exposed? Bohemian Grove. They're, they're turning the frogs gay! <clears throat> they, uh, so they, that was back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. The frogs gay? No, that he just, did that. No. That you don't said. just get into Bohemian Grove... No, and he says that really he nilly. thinks he was uh, he was set up. He was that someone fucking yeah, let okay. him in there to. Uh, he says that not me. I, I I'm just saying what yeah, the, you know. I know. What he said. So but he quick. did come on Andrew Schultz dressed as a woman. His second what? time on Andrew Schultz, yeah. he comes out dressed as a woman. We all know that that symbolism and and, 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 and then, then got to sit he, there and talk but, about January sixth and has never been indicted or anything, right? And, and what his, did he and expose? And as I like, and as I like to always bring up, the great uh, Bill Cooper and all yeah. of the great information that that man actually released. He even, you know, he he wasn't a big fan of Alex Jones either because Alex Jones ca- tried to make it seem like Cooper was someone that he wasn't because Cooper was out there exposing him for being a fraud, and and it. You know, then of course Cooper ends up dead. We all know that story and stuff. Like he's he suicided himself too. But like it, it it's it it's always it's always the same stuff. And that's why I think that there was a kangaroo horse and pony show for that whole that whole thing. That it was like, bullshit. If you yeah. watch it, it's just so he went ape shit because they went ape shit stupid. Now. I will say there was no worse betrayal I've ever witnessed in my entire life than his lawyer sending him his entire iPhone backup to the. Oh yeah, I like the site. So check this out. How how can he sue his own lawyer for? for Why didn't he fire him right on the spot? Right. You know he goes. You got your Perry. You got your Perry Mason moment. And he should have stood up and said, "And you're fucking fired." Nah, man, there's something in those fucking text messages and in those emails that is like a 
if anything, I would assume like a setup type thing, kind of like when uh, Trump hired Acosta, you know, to be, I think, attorney general. And then they that's when the Epstein shit blew up and they're like, oh, Trump, Trump hired this Epstein guy. He's he's, you know, he was at the Epstein Island. Then they find out it was like Clinton and all the Democrats and Kevin Spacey and Chris, you know, Tucker and all these fucking, you know, the people on their team and that they liked. And then they're like, wait, so the lawyers are saying Trump wasn't there. What the fuck is going on here? And then that kind of just disappeared and then they arrested epstein and then fucking he died <laughs> mysteriously <laughs> yeah he fucking died well, uh, uh, the the locker that might have had the evidence was on fire uh in new york a week ago yeah. yeah yeah you know what's funny about that is right away you have like these these uh tweeters who would tweet out and go oh all the pfizer documents are in that warehouse like what the fuck like what are you why would the pfizer that? documents be in a warehouse in brooklyn like yeah. no well, the I mean, wiener right. laptop the wiener laptop battery went bad it burst into flames and just burned down the whole fucking evidence room you imagine it was <laughs> that's what i said i was like it was probably the fucking anthony wiener laptop fucking it was hillary battery blew up. from her grave it's like, <laughs> when i die i will burn it all Lit it up, burned it all down. That, fucking all their fucking. Alive. Are they still alive? Those Clinton evil Clinton people. The evil Clintons? Oh, bro, you bro, come on. You know, you know the Clintons were probably the first ones in line to buy the Trump NFTs. Man, I the Trump fucking NFT. I think Jake Paul was involved with the NFTs. I'm assuming, but uh, <laughs> no. What is fucking crazy is. Like I was on a Twitter space when he dropped those and he had the, the uh, first amendment, you know, layout of what he wants to do. If he gets a, he gets into office inauguration day, you know, get rid of the fed, get the fed, you know, all the alphabet agencies out of social now, media. Blah, every, blah, blah. Everybody wants him to get rid of the fed. Yeah. And see, Everyone they fucking, uh, it gets covered up by an NFT, by an NFT announcement. He's dude. When you watch that commercial, it's just like, he doesn't even buy it, but I was so busy laughing at the commercial, you know, I didn't even think of the fandom of these fucking whack jobs, right? That I, I, I didn't know there was 45,000 of them for one, but now they're worth like what? 800, 900 bucks. Cause the end, the way the NFT market works, yeah, I, I, but 45,000 when I was reading it on the spaces, cause I went right into the, uh, fine print of the prizes and like the cash value, which dude, the cash value to the prizes. And then what you can actually trade for, which isn't the cash. It's a, it, it's always a, uh, exclusive, uh, Trump NFT. There's already 45,000 fucking Trump NFTs. How much more exclusive can you fucking be? Like what other GI Joe fucking pose can you make like 45,000 different fucking poses of trump in like pilot costumes and like the statue of liberty and like oh now he's standing like this with the statue of liberty and oh he's rustling a bear and like i don't even know there was eight of them on the website you had to sign in a fucking email to see the rest i didn't want to see the fucking rest of them but then the prizes like there's a one-on-one -on -one meet 20 minutes with trump right you know what the cash value priceless priceless but you know what you can trade it for an exclusive Trump NFT. Now there's a prize for a one hour golf outing with Trump, you and two buddies. One hour, 
one hour, not 20 minutes, one hour golf business. Uh, business is done on the golf course with Trump, right? You get this yeah. one hour with Trump. The, the cash value, 550 bucks. Or you can trade it for 550 bucks. It's huh. like 550 bucks. Like, do I just got to go to Mar-a-Lago and pay 550 bucks? I'm going on an outing with Trump. Like, what the fuck? Who's making these cash yeah. values? You can, you can go golf with Trump for 500 bucks. You know how many people are going to do that? In the <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just who put the cash value on this? You're you've no, got an hour. Nobody's going to trade that because that's first of all, who won it. Right. And there's probably a non tradable element to it. Let's see. I don't know how they're treating the NFTs, but uh, the, the prize associated with the ones that win certain prizes. Twenty five hundred and fifty three prizes out of the forty five thousand. There's like five golden tickets nothing and then there's the meeting trump for an hour yeah you can do a yep. zoom with trump well the zoom is funny because 2000 of the 2553 tickets is a uh 10 minute or a 20 minute zoom call with you trump and 1999 other people <laughs> like there's four of us there's four of us on this zoom the only one yeah, the only one that's worth it is literally the the golf game. The golf. There's two golf trips. One's worth seven fifty, and the other the other's five fifty. I mean, one you can trade for five hundred and fifty dollars. The other you just you can you can if you can't make it right, you can't pay airfare and travel and shit because that's not included. I don't even think the golf cart for thirty thousand fifty thousand dollars. Hey, I don't even think I don't even think I don't even think a golf cart is included. You have to rent your own golf cart when you get there. It's, I think. No, you're playing with God. him. There's a golf cart available. What are you talking about? Dude, a $500 value. <laughs> I don't think I, I never got into the, into those tiny details on the trips, but I have a feeling you got to rent your own golf cart. No, you're playing with him. <laughs> yeah, he's got his own golf cart. He's like, he just drives him. by. He's like, hey, yeah, he's like, hey that was great. What? He's got to hurry up so someone can move his ball or something. I heard. But I mean, you know, he probably doesn't <laughs> well, play a fair He's game not anyway. a bad golfer, which is interesting. I mean, he plays golf all the time, but he's evidently not a terrible. Tommy player. Chong tried to give me this analogy of Trump and golf, and it was like this long, drawn-out thing of how Trump cheats and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. I've never played golf with the guy. I don't know what the fuck he does, you know? And then he gets done with the analogy and I'm like, Oh, that's kind of like uh, the P if you don't put your shopping cart back in the crowd, you're an asshole. He's like, Oh yeah, that is a better analogy. <laughs> like he did this really long drawn out thing. Like, you know, you, you, you can't, you know, if you miss, we let you go again. Yeah. But if you have too many go agains, you fucking suck. You suck at it. Like you're supposed to have the the least amount of goes at it. You know, like yeah. just because we let you keep going, that just means you fucking suck. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean you're cheating or Trump's cheating. It just means you fucking suck. Yeah, that that interview was weird because I got he kept wanting to bring up Trump. He was telling me a story from the mid fifties, and he's like, "But the Trumpsters ruined it." And I'm like, what the fuck? That, there was no what Trumpsters. Is, what, did, what did the 50s have to do with anything? Well, he was he he started out in a, in music. You know, he was in a band who would open for like uh, I think they opened for like Elvis and like for uh, uh, you know those old Chuck, uh, Chuck Berry and shit like that. Yeah. 
And uh, he started talking about how, you know, at some point the crowd started to be divided, you know, and uh, it was the Trumpsters on one side and then, you know, the other side. And it's like, this is the 50s, dude. Like, it, the Trumpsters didn't it, fucking. It, it, yeah, I, you know, and kind of kind of hopping back over to you there to, for a minute as well. You know, I've been, I've been thumbing through your through your page and stuff since I've been messaging you and checking out the stuff you got going on. I seen you had that interview with that and actually seen here recently your excitement about Sergeant Slaughter giving you a follow. And oh, I, shit. Listen, I thought, I thought that was pretty cool because when, when I was a kid, my mom and her best friend, um, they had a earlier history prior to like my dad with hawk and animal so there was a lot of times oh fuck the road warriors so there was a lot of times where we would have these family get-togethers and a bunch of old school wrestlers would show up to the house and i'm talking jake the snake sergeant slaughter the road warriors and stuff like that because my uncle mike would do when they were still in like the low level he would do like manager stuff for him and stuff like that when he was all you know when they were here in like the deep south wrestling at the time and yeah and so, like, when I seen that the other day, I was like, oh, man, if Sergeant Slaughter likes the guy, then I know I'm going to like the guy because I love Sergeant Slaughter. Like, he's he when I remember being a kid and just meeting this mountain of a man and him picking me up and putting me on his shoulder and shit. And, it, you know, it, when you're when you're like six years old, that's the most amazing thing in the world to see the dude that's on TV slamming people left and Fucking right. G.I. Joe, Sergeant Slaughter coming like, over to your house to you know hang out because they all know your mom and family and shit like that from growing up down here and in, in that part of georgia and shit like that and so it you know like all that those classic guys and those old school wrestlers man like they got a good place in my heart and a lot of them still live down here in this area area um there's still a lot of uh, i guess not like semi-professional wrestling out in the area that i'm at yep. and, and you see a lot of the guys that were they can't make it in the big league anymore or they retired from that and have started things on the outside and stuff like that. And they're hell the one that's closest to the house that happens once a month. Uh, Teddy long is totally their announcer or whatever, like during each episode. And I'm like, Oh man, I remember when he was running around on SmackDown and running around as a manager and shit for people and stuff like that. And, and we had, the one of the Steiner guys out here just not that long ago too. And it's, it's, it's good to see these guys kind of rotating around and stuff still. And I, like I said, I just always find it fun when we get to talk, talk about some of these old guys or I get to run across them. Cause it's cool knowing that like, I got to hang out with these guys on a side basis when I was a little kid for no reason at all, other than my mom was totally in deep with those guys way back in the day. <laughs> yeah. A, a listener of mine who he, he started his own podcast called nice guy, Andy. Yeah. And they cover wrestling, you know, down in the south. He's out of Kentucky. Okay. And he'll have wrestlers on, and I think like uh, they they have those uh, small market uh, wrestling uh, crews still to today. You know, dude, for and 15, 15 bucks, was, I can go for fifteen bucks. I can go stand ringside. Yeah, yeah. This that Sergeant Slaughter thing. I uh, he had tweeted out, "You got to earn my uh, my follow," right? So. I just told him the story of when I got bullied on the bus and some bully took my brand new fucking Sergeant Slaughter. It was like, check this out. And he started twisting it. You know how the GI Joes had the rubber yeah. band in the middle and he started twisting it and you could let go and they do a helicopter chop. This motherfucker, this fucking asshole, right? I was in kindergarten. This fucking asshole fucking winds my Sergeant Slaughter, winds my fucking Sergeant Slaughter. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then snap broke my Sergeant Slaughter in half handed it back to me and fucking i was a little kid you know 
After that, I said, no one's ever fucking with me again. Bought two revolvers and a bigger Sergeant Slaughter. I was was bullied a lot. (laughs) But I told him that story, and then I woke up, I think, this morning or yesterday, and he gave me a follow. It's like, I'll be damned. Heck yeah, dude. So, and you got, you you know, I I, I do want to give you a little bit more time to plug there. You know, I know you do your show every Sunday and stuff like that. You know, I know we're getting close to wrap up time on our end. I I like to make sure that you get to tell people where they can find you at. Of course, I make sure I share all your links and stuff. But if you like to give all the folks out there uh, a heads up of where they can find you at. Yeah, usually uh, Sunday nights at 6 p.m. Central Time, I do a live show on ATN.Live. I'm taking the rest of the year off. I won't be back on live until uh, sometime in January after the 1st. But uh, anything, any links, anything, you go right there, rainedoutrancast.com. Go down to the bottom, click on any one of the badges, and it takes you to whatever site you want to go to, Twitter, uh spotify um probably need to update my clips but yeah you click on any of those badges you go to buymeacoffee.com slash rantcast you can help my show out you know it's only a dollar buy me a beer man and uh yeah that's uh rain.rantcast.com i hit the telegram a lot i don't know if you guys are on the telegram i meant to ask that uh i like telegram i don't know you guys on it we we have we have our own like uh podcast group like signal chat that we do but like i'm on other folks's telegrams because there's a lot of people that are that i meet on here and stuff like that that invite me over to their telegram it seems to be the new cool place i guess i need to start one and keep up with everybody else i like telegram because i screenshot and screen mirror everything and it's a pain in the ass because then i gotta go back in and reframe it and all this bullshit the telegram bots no i just know that you can download anything right on the click boom and it just downloads done so I haven't played so with Telegram bots. So Instagram saver bot. You can just put in the link and it'll produce you a video you can just download. So oh shit. This is checking TikTok out this fucking bot. Instagram and YouTube. Um I just put in the link and out comes uh I know there's one of those bots on Twitter where you can uh you see a video and you can say such and such. It's one of those ones that makes the it's, podcast it's clip like headliner. One's called Instagram Instagram Saver Bot. Oh. It, it might ask you to follow some stupid pages, but you can just follow them and then mute them and then unfollow them when you don't care. Yeah, because you got to fucking screenshot everything, man. And I feel like they're going through my shit and erasing certain things. I know uh, I've got screenshots. And I then totally understand there. that. And there's also a, there's one that I use actually myself for doing you it works for youtube facebook instagram it, yep. it, video or something like this and you pop it in this guy right here at offio it will immediately download it for you like and yep. and i'm the world's worst at it too but i do the same thing you do a lot with like the screenshots and i'm my phone luis is always saying he'd love to like see my organization one day and i think that if he looked at my phone it's so he, hard to organize probably, on the phone he'd probably too. be like how do you do this and i'm just gonna be like eh, it's just how i do it like it might not look organized to you but my brain knows where it all is like it, i think i have twelve thousand videos just on this one right now on it, your phone oh no i guess not 2915 videos just videos this, I mean, it's quite a few. Every once in a while, I have to go in. I got to pull everything off, and then I got to reformat the phone to get rid of the uh, shit that's in the background. Fifteen thousand videos. 
15,000. Uh, and it just pictures I have here, though. Um, yeah. Oh, thousands. Thousands upon thousands. Yeah, dude. It's uh, And then I've cleaned my phone out multiple times. That's why I got to have multiple drives. And I just use a junk let's, drawer let's and throw everything in the junk drawer and then go through and try to fucking. Let's and then build shows. Like, uh, I like using StreamYard if I do do video or anything like that and have guests on because uh, I can be working, well, when I had a job, and I can open StreamYard on my phone browser and then I can load clips right into it that are has my show loaded and ready to go. So when I'm doing the show, I just click my clips and they automatically play and I ain't got to worry about it or dig for it. StreamYard is one of those I wish I would have took right off the bat instead of zoom nothing against zoom but Streamyard's got all these it's geared to the podcaster and someone with a show you know zoom <clears throat> zoom i guess if you run through obs you can have the same type of thing but and dave weiss he does a fucking great job with the back you know the background using the backgrounds on zooms to oh, be yeah. able to do flat earth stuff my, I, I do i do my little tv like i've the, i yeah. got this off of zoom i it I, oh, I, yeah because zoom's added a couple things recently yeah. like i i people have told me to jump over to Streamyard, and i when i'm on my live show on saturday on the red pill project makes you think with vince taglavia um he runs everything through obs but i i'll be honest with you i straight up just record everything on zoom and just fly from there i'll um, yeah, if you don't do live, I mean, StreamYard's a lot. It's it's geared more for the live because you can just one click, yeah, and it streams out to every Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, your pages, all that shit, you know. And 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 Fox Luis down there, you know, he's always playing with the different things. Sometimes when he gets, you guys ever play with a Snap Camera? I don't, I don't, I don't think I've played that much. Snap Camera. If you download that, then you can use Snapchat filters. Interesting. You put people's faces on some of my filters that I built through. Uh, now I can't remember the fucking uh, software that I use. Some of my masks that I use, I built like I did a Takashi six nine one, and it's got like over ten thousand downloads. It's like every once in a while on Snapchat, I'll get a fucking hit up, and it'll go, nice. "Your uh, filter has hit like twenty thousand downloads," and it's nice. like Harrison Ford. It's like Hell what the yeah, fuck, yeah. dude. <laughs> something random no well man you know tonight i think it's been an absolute great night i actually can't wait to have you back for another episode we've had a blast with you over here tonight and you know believe it or not you've met very little of my crew there's a handful more co-hosts that pop in and out of here on the regular basis that you know take turns yeah. interchanging but these two guys right here my my rider dies when it comes to the oh, show They're always get the fuck me. out of here yeah dude <laughs> these guys these oh. guys are and and you know i guess oh, I with that zoom. i fucking hate zoom now <laughs> and and so with that you know i like to go around the table and ask if you guys have any last minute thoughts or rants you want to go on before we get ready to close out you got any last minute thoughts for us there chris before i go around oh man i guess uh, first no i mean no i mean no. check out right now rantcast go to buymeacoffee.com slash rantcast yeah help a brother out man and you guys know i'll have all those links so that you can get over there and buy this guy a beer man he he definitely deserves one he 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 seems like it's got it going on over there. Yeah, I'm about you know, to be uh, fucking homeless. I get no job right now. We, we, we need we need to help him out before he, he gets into any more trouble, man. He's, he's he seems like a great guy going on here. So, Bandit, you got anything for me tonight, bud? I got nothing, man. It's been good. I think it's been good. Fun. Luis, any words of wisdom for me? 
Bond questioning. Yeah, man. Well, you you guys know that I always I can't leave out of here without giving you a joke, of course. But before I do, you guys make sure that you check all these links to get back and show Chris some love. You can check out all the links from the show that we've shaved that we've shared here this evening and stuff we've talked about. You can find all of that at unconstitutionalawakening.com. Make sure you're following us over there on Facebook at Captain Conspiracy and the Freedom Pirates. We got all kinds of good stuff going on there for memes. And there's links to get back to all of our separate social medias back over there at unconstitutionalawakening.com. If you ever want to check in and see what we got going on, you guys feel free to reach out to us. And we thank you all for tuning in. And you guys know I'm going to leave it like this. So what's the difference between a hungry pirate and a drunken pirate? What? What's that? One has a rumbling tummy and the other one's a tumbling rummy. You guys have a good night. Thank you. (laughs) 